Alright guys, we're back. That's right, we got a new edition already. The last edition did so good, I couldn't keep you guys waiting for some more. We gotta keep that fan base, you know what I mean? Uh, thank you for joining us. As always, this is your host Lee, and this is the AEW Insider. Definitely check us out on all major platforms, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, what have you. Let's get right to the news. Uh, right after Double or Nothing, John Moxley dropped a smoking promo. He said pretty much that he's out of pre prison, and that's crazy because that's the same thing that Dustin Rhodes calls it WWE. Like Bully Ray said today on Busted Open Radio, WWE can be a prison. It's a very, very nice prison, but if you're just stuck and you're stifled there, it definitely could be a prison nonetheless. But anyway, he said that he's out of prison. And he says that uh, they're not reading history right now. They are writing it, which I thought was a really good line. And if anybody has any beef with AEW, they have to go through him also. It was awesome. And I did find out that he will be doing New Japan work. So I guess until their TV deal does start in October or whatever it is, uh, he is able to go work in other promotions. So he will be going to New Japan on June 5th. And he will be facing my dog, Juice Robinson, which is ex-NXT star CJ Parker. So that is going to be awesome awesome because both of them are awesome uh adew is amazing like i always say they are willing to work with other promotions and trust me if wwe has a downfall that will be the one if anything because they're, they're just they're just stupid man open your doors wrestling fans want to see their favorites they don't care what promotion they're with they just want to see them at different events and on tv if wwe was more willing to work with other promotions like i always say they'd be in a lot better position not saying they aren't Hopefully, once Triple H takes over, things will change. Uh, Chris Jericho also released a new edition of his podcast today, and the guest star is none other than John Moxley. Talk about kayfabe really being out the window, huh? Nah, Y2J says it was recorded days before Double or Nothing, uh, when before Mox attacked him and said if he knew that what Mox was going to do, he'd slap him in the face. Uh, you know, it's just the work that was probably recorded after. Even so, they knew the deal. Uh, it was a great interview. Uh, John Moxley said he has nothing but gratitude for the WWE and no regrets. He pretty much started there as a kid. He got in his car with the money he had in his pocket and the clothes on his back, drove across the country, and started in their minor league division, which was like Florida Pro Wrestling at the time, before NXT started. It was in May of 2011. Uh, and then he, after he said a bunch of good things about WWE, he said, let's bury them for the next two hours. So he's ready to give some dirt. He talked about when he decided to leave, why he joined AEW, and him being pissed about them making him do the Roman Reigns cancer joke in promo. Uh, and they actually wanted him to do it again, make a joke about his cancer, and he refused to. Uh, he said he knew he wanted to leave when he was in, injured in July of 2008. That's what took him so long to come back when he was already okay to come. He didn't want to. Also, he took a minute to give fans a look into being in a WWE. He puts us in situations that he himself were in, like when Creative came up to him with different scripts and stuff they wanted him to do, and he said exactly how it went down, and he let us decide if uh, we would have did it or not, if we agreed with him or we don't agree. And trust me, after hearing a lot of stuff these nuts wanted him to do, there's no wonder why he wanted to leave, and he called it prison. So definitely check out this week's edition of Talk is Jericho. It is a can't miss. Uh, the take-in for the pay-per-view, double or nothing. The results are in. Not all of them, you know, but a good, good, a good estimate. 
Uh, now, I am no scholar in pay-per-view expectation records, what have you, but from what I've been reading, the average number of buys for a normal pay-per-view is 50,000 people uh, who buy the pay-per-views. Double or Nothing took in 200,000 buys. That means at least 200,000 people bought the pay-per-view. And who knows when a real number actually comes out how many it really was. Now, people are all saying, hey, they made $10 million because they made 50 bucks a pop, but not so fast. Uh, like in America, we get whacked because we always do. We paid anywhere from 50 to 60 bucks. I've been on Twitter and online, of course, always with my channel, and you hear people from all over, like Australia, the UK, what have you. Some of them paid $20 here, some of them paid $15 here, some places as low as $10, which is insane. Uh, they should just make it equal around the board. It's totally not fair. Besides whatever, uh, excuse me, the differences in money. Money, just you know what I mean by the money exchange there should be not be any price difference it's not right so altogether with the fees set and all that what have you they pulled in about six million dollars for their first show which isn't effing bad at all that's a first show under AEW umbrella and they made six million uh, if you want to break it down or think of it in a different way, that one show paid off John Moxley's contract because it was rumored that John Moxley signed a multi-million deal with AEW and they did offer him six million dollars. So for one of pay-per-view, they paid the uh, excuse me low-end side contract for the next couple of years. Uh, now they got a couple more and they could pay everybody else and then start making some money. Uh, as always, AEW has new signees. Uh, the first one is no other than smoking hot indie U uh, United Kingdom star, Sadie Gibbs. She's really, really good. Check her out. And they also signed one of my favorites. He was on a season of Big Brother, and he was actually on NXT when it first started. And uh, AEW and Lucha Underground, he is called Luchasaurus. I know him as Judas. I mean, I'm so glad he got his chance and he's going to kick butt. Judas, a.k.a. Luchasaurus, is awesome. It also came out that Pentagon and Phoenix were both injured in their match against the Bucks at Double or Nothing. They are missing an upcoming match, but the injuries, injuries can't be too serious because they have other dates right after that, and they didn't cancel them. So best of luck to that amazing tag team. Those guys are on fire. They're, one of the, they're in the top three in the world right now. Uh, Dustin Rhodes said that 30 WWE employees texted him after Double or Nothing saying how great he was and the show was, which is insane. Uh, AEW says their door is always open for CM Punk, and we all just know it's just a matter of time. Come on back, Punk. Whenever that contract's up with uh, UFC or whenever you're able to, you got to come to AEW. Uh, this ep week's episode of Being Elite showcased pretty much double or nothing. Behind the scenes, StarCast 2 weekend, uh, leading up to it, you know what I mean? It was really good. Fat-ass Masa from Japan made a cameo. It was a very good one. We love Masa here. Uh, and they showed a bunch of coverage, like I said, about StarCast 2, some of the events that went on, what have you. Uh, my favorite part of the episodes is when they showed the gorilla position. During Double or Nothing, when Jericho and John Moxie made their entrance, they showed the gorilla position, and that's where all the bosses sit. Tony Khan was there, Cody, uh, the Young Bucks, Brandy was there, what have you. I did see Nick Jackson take a bunch of red strings, whatever they're called, you know, the liquor wish but they call them red strings or something like that he took a handful and handed them to the cameraman and if you follow on twitter and you know the one who likes the red laces of the strings is definitely flip gordon and if you watch some of the clips that i did post flip gordon was there this weekend he was pranking a bunch of guys wearing a lucha mask until they took it off so what's up flip we can't wait for your contract to be up and marty scrolls so you can be aew 
But Tony Khan appeared on Busted Open Radio. Uh, they asked him about letting the reporters have access to the stars after the you know the pay per view went off the air. Uh, they let all the interviewers get in a big group, like a sporting event, which is awesome. You can interview the uh, quarterback, you know what I mean, blah blah blah, what have you. But everybody got interviewed who fought there pretty much, and they all got to do it at one time. And us, the fans, and the interviewers really, really liked that. And Tony Khan pretty much said that's all he knows. That's how football does. They own the Jaguars with the things. They like people, letting people in, what have you. And they're going to do it some more. And I love that because I love when they, you know, pull the curtain back. So that's really, really good. Uh, he said a lot, of, a lot of other interesting stuff. That dude's the real deal and a big, big fan. Definitely check it out. Uh, Fighter Fest tickets went on sale today. I know they went quick, or they definitely will be. Uh, it was announced that a little that that cigarette run-in promo with Bad Boy Joey Janela, uh, he'll be facing off against John Moxley. If you didn't see it, I did post it on Twitter and on Facebook in the AEW Insider. Uh, what you call it? Um, Joey Janela went back into the locker room when John Moxley was there, and Joey Janela was smoking a cigarette as always. John Moxley took it from his hand. He took a drag off of it, and then he threw it away and Joey was just standing there so I guess Joey doesn't like that so they will be facing off at Fighter Fest which is going to be awesome. Uh, that night that day Cody's going to be doing double duty too from what I've seen he's going to have a singles match and a tag match with Kenny Omega and the Bucks. That thing is going to be epic. It's a it's a play on Fire Fest. If you heard about the Fire Fest that was with Ja Rule and this other guy they got together they were supposed to have a bunch of artists on this island and had the biggest concert party ever. Come to find out it was absolute complete mess. They robbed everybody. The guy with Ja Rule is still in jail. Like, it's insane. So you definitely got to check it out. There were two documentaries on it. One was on Hulu. One was on Netflix. The one on Netflix is by far superior. So check it out. It's called, like, Firefest or something like that. I forget. There's two different names. But just Google that or go on Netflix and put it in, and you'll see it. It's amazing. Uh, MJF is pretty much the breakout star of Double or Nothing, which he should be, if you ask me. Uh, good or bad peeps cannot stop talking about him after this weekend. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. It's 4.20 here. I don't know if it is where you are. Actually, it isn't here either, but it's always 4.20 when I'm at. Plus, we definitely got to pay the bills. So we will be back. I got a little WWE. I got a lot of WWE news. I also have just a little thing for Ring of Honor. And this week, we're going to try something new. I'm a big, big fan of movies, music, TV shows, video games, what have you. I have to wait for this channel and this podcast to start catching on some more. And then when it does, I can break off and do other things. Things, or I can just mix them all in together. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk about some video games, some new trailers that were released, some games that are in the making, and also two movies. I like to cover movies. We'll go over what we're seeing this weekend, uh, why what made us want to see it, and I'm talking about my daughter and I, and I'll definitely give you a review about it. If you like it or you don't like it, definitely hit me up on Twitter or on Facebook under AEW Insider, uh, and we can either take it out or keep it going. I think it'll be good, but I don't know if people want to mix it with wrestling so i will wait to after all the wrestling news is over to do it so if you guys want you can just tune out but i mean who doesn't love movies music and video games and women we'll just some hot women in there too i don't have any in this episode but i'm sure in the future we will but anyway we got to pay the bills peeps i will be back all right this is the aew insider all right peeps we're back it's now 422 uh, bills are paid all right, I just want to give props to some of our sources. Some of the sources where we get our news from, online and in print, are such as Wrestling Observer, PW Insider, Fightful.com, WrestleTalk, Cultaholic, Sean's View, Ringside News, Pro Wrestling Sheet, WWFOldSchool.com, and Sam Roberts, just to name a few. 
Welcome back, this is Lee Benz, and you're joining the AEW Insider. Let's get to some WWE news and some other wrestling news around the world. Well, it looks like Maria Kanellis is back at it again. I won't say Mike Kanellis because I just heard her, uh, but her and her hubby have been rumored to ask for, uh, excuse me, their release, which everybody knows, online months ago. And they got put on the back burner big time. They haven't really been on TV at all. I think once since it broke online that they wanted their release and they were talking smack and it got out, they were punished. They had a huge Valentine special built around the two, which WWE pulled because of their actions. Well, Maria is on Twitter and she's at it again. A couple days ago, she said our contract is up in three days, just saying. Applying that they are up for grabs to a promotion that will pay and treat them right, I guess. Well, good luck to you two on your future endeavors. With their, his big drug problem, you know what I mean, and being a smaller guy and all that, even though I like Mike Canellas for real, and them just having a baby, you know, they think they just took what they could get, man. I don't know. Best of luck to you guys, though. Uh, it was announced that Rowdy Ronda Rousey will appear on Raw next week to discuss her future with WWE. As you know, if you listen to the show, I'm not a fan of her. She got a lot better during the year she was there, but she cannot cut a promo, and she cannot buy a pair of shorts to fit her right. That she is constantly not ripping from her snatch every 13 seconds during a match. I hope she decides to take off and have a baby with her husband like she's been saying forever. But no WWE, she will say that, and then she will return. She got a few months off after Mania, which nobody besides Brock Lesnar pretty much gets to do, and it must be nice, you know? And now she's back to get everything handed to her once again. Joy, joy, joy. This should be fun watching. Also, Monday on Raw, uh, the excuse me, uh, I can't even talk today. Also, Monday, the dead man, that's why I can't even say it. it was, I put the demon, I'm sorry, Finn Balor. But also on Raw, besides Ronda returning, the dead man himself, Undertaker, will return. Of course, he's there to just to promote his fright, the fight this Friday against uh, Goldberg. This Friday, if you don't know, they will have the Super Showdown again in Saudi Arabia, which everybody hates because Saudi Arabia is so ruthless and bloody. WWE wrestlers have enough pull, refuse to work it. Uh, females aren't allowed over there. But I'm pretty sure WWE signed a 10-year deal worth like a billion dollars or something like that. So you know Vince is all about that money. So definitely Friday... <clears throat> If you don't have any morals, you know what I mean, or any religion or anything like that, definitely check out Super Showdown. It'll be a very, very boring show. And I do have the card coming up and my predictions for it. Uh, last night, well, yeah, well, excuse me, Monday night, Sami Zayn dropped the uh, AEW bomb on live TV. Corey Grace has this new show called The Electric Chair. It's supposed to put a person in there every week, and literally it's supposed to be unscripted. We can ask whatever we want. So, of course, the audience was asking stupid and dumb questions, and he said that you guys could even ask me about AEW. And it, it, people, it was just nuts. Uh, come to find out it wasn't scripted. He's getting a lot of heat backstage. He went into work business for himself, which means that you go off script and you do whatever you want to do instead of what the big man tells you. So it's pretty nuts. And then, of course, if you go on WWE's YouTube channel and you watch the clip, they completely cut it out. I love how Triple H and them call AEW a piss-ant company and they'll crush them and they're not worried about them. Yet, if you wear AEW gear to their shows, they make you remove it. Uh, if their clips of AEW is mentioned, they take it out. And then also, at Raw, last, at Raw on Monday, somebody had an MJF sign and somebody had a Triple H Sabre sign. And guess what? They were removed from those people. So it's real, real funny how you guys keep saying you're not scared and all that, but you're scared. I mean, actions speak louder than the words. Look at you guys. I, oh, it's just so, so, it's so ridiculous. 
It makes me mad. All right, we'll get back to that later. Uh, rumor is that Vince McMahon is livid this week. Of course, over two major things. One is John Moxley, a.k.a. ex-WWE star Dean Ambrose, appearing for AEW and signing a multi-year deal. He told Vince and he wanted to go act and take time off. Uh, and then Vince is mad because they gave him a proper send-off, which they really don't do to anybody, in hopes that we were, he would return. Now he's mad because Vince, I mean, D, uh, excuse me, John wouldn't sign with AEW, which is crazy because Vince is pretty much saying if we knew there was no chance you weren't coming back or signing with them we would have just treated you like shit like we treat everybody else like shit which is really 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 crazy and then Vince is also livid about WWE stars that are on the roster right now tweeting and all over social media about how good Double N was the pay-per-view last Saturday the big man is not happy at all alright let me see uh, let me see, I, well, this week on Raw, like, it was the Sami Zayn thing, you know, and I mean, I already went over with, I really don't want to go over them, because if you guys want to catch Raw on SmackDown, I will if it's really good, or, you know, the slow show, but if you want to catch it, you can just go on YouTube and watch, uh, replays of it, or the top 10, that's your best bet, but, uh, real quick, um, Elias, he won the 24-7 title real quick, he got his first taste of gold, which is really, really awesome, he might have lost it, you know, a little bit after, I won't say that, but at least my dog finally got some gold, you know what I mean, which is really, really good. Um, and the Sami Zayn thing on Raw, that was pretty really much it. My highlights of the week for, you know what I mean, wrestling. I'm just waiting for NXT tonight. Uh, I will cover that in the next episode. I usually do it in this one, but I didn't want to wait to put this out for you guys. So NXT tonight, love me some NXT. Screw SmackDown and Raw. And that's sad because when they first did the brand split again, when they had Talking Smack with, uh, excuse me, Daniel Bryan and Renee Young, and SmackDown was live, SmackDown was so friggin' awesome. And within a year, year and a half's time they put it right in the toilet like they do pretty much with everything they touch uh x wcw and wwe uh vince aka black cloud russo took to twitter this week saying he has clear-cut evidence that wwe and aew are working together and that we are all being worked aka means that they're all playing us what an idiot i hate that guy he is mad because he is so toxic that no promotion will go near him with the 10-foot pole Good luck with all that has been. Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat had a great story to tell on his podcast this with the podcast this week. He told a true story about the time when Macho Man Randy Savage wanted to legit beat up the Nature Boy Ric Flair. It's a must listen. You got to check it out. Uh, ex-original WWE Cruiserweight champ TJP had an interview with our dog Chris Van Vliet this week. Uh, he talked about his career before and after WWE. He says that he is making triple now on the indie circuit than he was working for WWE, which is insane, and that he was not even under WWE contract when he won the original Cruiserweight title. He said he could have pulled a Medusa and took off with the title belt, which would have been epic. Uh, was just uh, just announced that Dustin Rhodes' ex-wife Terry Runnels and ex-WWE diva herself was just arrested at the Tampa National Airport for carrying this concealed weapon. Insane. We'll keep you posted on that. 
uh, ex-WWE stars, Real One, a.k.a. Enzo Amore, and Cass, a.k.a. Big Cass, are doing a signing at Legends of Wrestling event on June 1st in Jersey. Uh, Kurt Angle will also be there, too. I'm telling you, Enzo is the nicest guy when you meet him. Uh, we met him last August, my daughter and I, because she's in love with him, and uh, he made my daughter feel like gold. Seriously. I don't care what you have to say about him when you meet him in person, the way he should be. The real one is definitely real. All right, let's get to the Superstar Showdown real quick in my predictions. Uh, we do have Goldberg versus The Undertaker, which is going to be awesome. My pick is Goldberg, of course, but they're going to give it to Taker. Taker is a legend. Saudi Arabia pays. That's what they're paying for is the money for the big legends. Not saying Goldberg isn't, but Undertaker barely loses. You know that. Even if it's WrestleMania or not when it's big events, I don't think they're going to give it to Goldberg over there. They want to make those fans happy. But I'm still picking Goldberg, even though I think WWE will have Undertaker win. After that, we have the Universal Championship match, which is Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. Now, everybody's all upset about this, all mad at this. I think you guys should be happy that it's taking place on Super Showdown, a crap throwaway pay-per-view pretty much that just satisfies them for the billions they got from uh, what you call it, Saudi Arabia. But I'm a Baron Corbin fan. I like Baron Corbin a lot better when he was like the lone wolf and all that look, even though he looks better with the bald head because that bald spot was retarded. But uh, Baron Corbin, I like him, but he's not WWE champ material. And I'm a big, big heel lover too. I still want him to be champ. So of course Seth Rollins going to win. But at least they're giving Baron Corbin a shot. Baron Corbin was supposed to get a push years ago when he won money in the bank. But I forget who it was. He pissed somebody off backstage and then they punished him. That's why in his cash-in he did lose. Uh, also, the WWE Championship is up for grabs. It is your current champion, Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler. Everybody knows right now my favorite current wrestler is Dolph Ziggler and then Sammy uh, Callahan. So, of course, I got to go with Dolph. But, of course, you know they're going to have Kofi win it. Uh, we got Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. I got to go with Roman Reigns, even though I love Shane O'Mac. You got Triple H versus Randy Orton. Now, my all-time wrestler ever, Legends, blah, 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 whatever, is Triple H. So I got to go with my man Triple H. But Triple H always, almost 97% of the time, wins at the big events. So I think they might give it to Orton. Uh, we also have the Intercontinental Championship match. It is Finn Balor versus Andrade. Uh, Finn Balor's amazing, we all know that, Bullet Club, New Japan, yada, yada. But WWE has told the first Universal Champion, WWE has totally dropped the ball on the guy. They undervalue him. They treat him like crap. They treat his boy like crap. And besides AJ Styles, it's just nuts. So I think they should just, you know, let him do nothing pretty much, even though that's just insane for his talent, until his contract's up and let him go to, uh, excuse me, AEW with his boys. And uh, let him put Andrade over. So I got to go on Andrade for that match because Finn's definitely not doing nothing with the title. Uh, we also have Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. I got to go with Braun Strowman. Uh, even though I like Bobby Lashley. Uh, we got the 50-man battle royal. When they get 50 people, legends, superstars, surprises, what have you. Um, I don't even really know who's in it, so I can't pick a winner. And it's going to be crap anyway. I mean, they're not that the match is going to be crap, but the winner, it doesn't matter. Even if they say they get a shot at the belt or what, it's whatever. Um, we also have Lars Sullivan versus the entire Lucha Party. It's so stupid. I mean, I know people got to work the, you know, the, the they got to work their way up when you get to WWE, which they're doing with Lars. But 
but that guy sucks. He's a racist mofo. You can Google it on, check it out on Twitter. When he was supposed to get his push, he no-showed for like two or three rolls, didn't even show it up because he has stage fright. His big oafy fucking drooling and shit. I can't stand that racist piece of crap. He was he should have got fired for the racial stuff that he said, but instead they they uh, fined him $100,000, which you know they probably didn't even it to work. But of course, Lars Sullivan is going to crush the three people in the Lucha Party. Uh, real quick, Ring of Honor news. All I have is that Villain Enterprises is on the hunt for a fourth member. As you know, it is the founder, Marty Skull, uh, and his two boys, PCO's Not Hillman and Brody. And they're looking for a fourth member. I don't know if it's a work or not, but we'll see. Uh, Joey Ryan and Orange Cassidy are looking for bookings as a tag team. You guys definitely know who Joey Ryan is. If you don't know who Orange Cassidy is, I'm a huge mark for this dude now. He is amazing. Go check him out. But they're definitely looking for work together, and it, it's going to be awesome. And Orange Cassidy is going to be a huge star. Uh, today is ex-WWE star Hornswoggle's birthday, so happy birthday, big guy. Um, I just want to take take a moment to thank you all so much. The last episode, my Double or Nothing coverage episode, it, it, for, for my normal listeners, it was almost four times that, literally. It was definitely over three times that, but it was close to four times the people who normally listen to my podcast for my all-time record. So I cannot thank you enough. Like I said, if you don't let me down, I won't let you down. Like, you guys even motivated me even more. This is amazing. And that's why I'm putting out this next show so quick instead of waiting a full week. And I'm going to plan on putting one out on the weekend, too, covering NXT and whatever else happened. So thank you, guys so so much and please keep listening tuning in like it share it and hit me up i'm very very sociable i answer whatever you want on facebook we have a group you can be a part of our group and get all wrestling news it's the aew insider also check out wfw fan group on twitter hit me up the aew insider and right here where i do this app it's called anchor podcasting you can send me a message directly so definitely if you want to hear anything on the show if you don't like anything if If you want to just anything, you have any questions, you want to appear, anything, let me know. But thank you guys so, so much for all your support. And please keep tuning in. I'll do my best not to let you down. Uh, this week, I do want to try a little bit of a new segment. Uh, what was I going to say? I, I, I love video games. I love music. I love movies. I love women, of course. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know who doesn't. But I know people don't like to mix the shows. But uh, what was I going to say? Until this one definitely gets off, if it keeps going like it went last week, then I won't have to worry about it. I'll do another podcast or a YouTube channel just about pop culture, video games, movies, music, etc. But I don't want to pass on it right now. So right now, if you guys want, I, you know what I mean? I could thank you so much for tuning in for your wrestling news please tune in again but if you don't mind i'm going to talk about some video game stuff real quick and the movie that my daughter and i are going to go see this week we're huge movie buffs so anything i watch or we go see i'll definitely give you a review about you know what i mean if you like it, you like it but like i said it's it's lee benz it's the aew insider on all major social media platforms and real quick we'll just get into it uh video games they finally released a full trailer today for the long-awaited game called Death Stranding. It stars Walking Dead star Norman Reedus. If you follow video games, you know about this game forever. It's been in the works forever. It has been little teasers, blah, blah, blah. It's supposed to be amazing. Uh, it's being produced by Metal Gear Solid fame Hideo Kojami, and it's being released by Sony. So definitely we got to wait for this one and hope it 
lives up to the hype and how long it's taken to release it. Uh, also, Square Enix of Tomb Raider fame announced that they will reveal their long-awaited Avengers game at E3. Uh, if you follow it, once again, they've had the Avengers license now. They've been working on this massive game for a long, long time. And I pray that they get it right, because they've been working on it forever, like I said. They kept a tight lid on it, and it's supposed to be epic. It is insane how many video game and movie video games that are 100% crap when released. Let's keep our fingers crossed that they're true fans and they make this a kick-ass Avengers game. It would be amazing if it was an MMO, but even if not, as long as it's kick-ass and we can use their powers and the story's good, I, I'm all in. Uh, real quick to the movies things. I told you it'd be real quick. Uh, my daughter and I are going to go see Mob this weekend. We are huge, huge horror fans. Uh, the movie's going to be so cheesy, but I hope it's done in a cheesy right way. I would have so passed on seeing it in the movie theaters, but the trailer got me hooked right at the end. It showed up a lot of important stuff, which I ruined, and especially in a movie like that, it ruins the whole movie, but we're going to go see it anyway. Uh, it shows like a lot of the deaths. If you watch the end of it, you can see pretty much what one of the final scene's going to be when Ma's sitting on the couch with all the victims that she killed or some of them surrounding her. And that's what got me hooked, though, because if you're a fan of 80s slasher horror, uh, some of the best parts is at the end of the movie when they walk into a room or wherever for the killer, they're surrounded by all the victims of the movie, and the shock factor is just crazy, like Happy Birthday to Me or April's Fool's Day. And that's exactly what they showed real quick in a clip of Ma. So right there, it definitely got me in. So we'll, I'll let you guys know how it was in the next show. Uh, um, what was I going to say? Definitely use MoviePass.com. They're not a sponsor, but I say it. If you love movies, it used to pay that you literally pay $15 a month, and you can go see a movie in the movies once a day for the entire month. But it got too expensive, so they changed it. But you literally could pay $15 a month, and three times a month go to see any movie you want. Opening day, it doesn't matter. And literally, after going one time, it pays for the whole month's subscription. So definitely check out MoviePass. All right, sorry about that guys let me know if you liked it or you didn't like it blah 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 because i love me some movies music video games what have you and i would love to share it with you uh anyway i will be back this weekend or if sooner what have you if any other news comes out which it will when i get off there's going to be 20 things i'm literally going to be writing down for the next show but uh, i will cover nxt and everything else like i said thank you guys so so much for the support this is your definitely one stop show excuse me one shop stop for aew news this is it right here man uh, i will We'll be back as soon as I can, as I said. I'm rambling on right now. Uh, definitely check us out on Twitter and Facebook, the AEW Insider. Check out my boy Two Tooth, Jabba Jabber Wrestling Universe. And again, this is the AEW Insider with Lee Bentz, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao.